0: Welcome to the You, Me and the GP radio show, a health exercise and nutrition show for over 40s who want to get back to their best. Discover how to keep yourself fit, healthy and full of energy. Each week, your hosts Rich Clark and Dr. Mark Daniels will answer your questions and interview special guests. Rich Clark is an exercise scientist and nutritionist who helps over 40s thrive, not just survive in today's busy world. Dr. Mark Daniels is a practising GP with 25 years experience. He's had notable success with his patients using simple dietary changes rather than medication to provide improvements. Living in Wales with their families, they see the effect poor health has on people on a daily basis and how easily it can be turned around. Sit back and enjoy our tips and advice.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode. It's me and Dr. Mark. Ready to answer your questions, Mark's dog. There we are. Is also involved in this show. He's having a little bit of a chirp in the background there. You must have seen a bird or a cat or something up there, Mark. Uh, I, don't, I don't. know what he's planning
2: but i just, just ignoring
1: it. Yeah, but it's the beauty of podcasting. People actually like the authenticity of it and the fact that it is a bit raw. And sometimes, you know, the kids can come in the room or that the phone goes in the background. Whatever it is, it's not. It's not professional and polished. It's certainly not that. It's not unprofessional, but it's uh, it's more authentic, is what they, they call it these days. So, how's how's things uh, with you, buddy? Yeah, good.
2: All, all excellent. Uh, nothing, nothing new to report this week. But uh, yeah, things ticking along
1: quite nicely. About you? Yeah, all ticking along. I've been looking at the statistics for the podcast, and I. I used to, in the beginning of these things, I look, you look all the time, and you see how it's going, and then after a while, you just kind of get on with it, and I haven't looked for months, to be honest with you, so I've gone on there on the weekend, and guess where the most popular area in the world to listen to our show are? Like, right. 50% of our total listens ever. I would
2: think it'd be Swansea, wouldn't you? But, I mean, it, it's... go on,
1: give us... It's gonna, not going to be, so let me No, go. it's, do, it's is, Dubai. Dubai? Yeah. It's like all the expats and stuff out there absolutely love it. It's crazy. So hello to everybody in United Arab Emirates and uh, Dubai and all the other little areas there. So um, didn't know that you were all that weird uh, that you were in. You know, a couple of Welsh guys down here trying to kind of share a, a bit of advice. But yeah, if there's anybody out there who has uh, access to a nice. Location for me and Mark to come over and do a seminar. Just drop me an email and uh, we'll see if it's worth making it happen. Because Mark, it's absolutely in the thousands and thousands of people.
2: That's unbelievable. I, I've, I've had my head on the table for the last two minutes. It's a got laughing because I can't believe that that many people in Dubai would want this to,
1: to us. I know. I know. Uh, so, uh, gosh. There we are, so you never know where these things end up taking you, but uh, it's uh, a bit of fun and stuff uh, for now. So yes, yeah, send your questions in, uh, all you expats out there. I think the fact we put the the the, the flags on the logo for the podcast, I think yeah. that actually kind of has, has helped us to capture the, the, the expat audience out there a little bit, perhaps, uh, who knows, God knows, I'm talking rubbish. Anyway, first question for the day, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado... Hey, Richard Mark, have you got any tips on how you can keep yourself motivated in the gym once you've started a workout? Sometimes I struggle halfway through. I train for about just over an hour all in. Brin 47. I'll have a little go at it. Uh, To keep yourself motivated. I, I think he means he's getting tired. So let's do it. If you just need motivation halfway through a, a session and like someone want to like just kind of give you a pep talk to keep you going or whatever, that's something we can't really kind of, you know, help with. you. Can get an app on your iPhone which is called Mo- the motivational app and every time you press it it gives you different motivational quotes. So if that was what you want but I didn't think that's what you want to be honest. So I think you mean you're like dipping in energy halfway through a workout. That's a lot more common uh, of a question and uh, a lot more uh, kind of uh, um, sort of uh, uh, what, what I think you're asking. So if you're struggling with energy and you dip after say half an hour, Bryn, then cut your sessions a bit shorter and work harder for that shorter amount of time, which is what my general approach to exercise is, doing less uh, but a bit more vigorously. So, I, I you don't need to be in there, buddy, for a, an hour. You, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes is enough. Uh, if you want to do your hour and stick to, to your routine, we'd look at your nutrition and see if you go in there, for example, in the morning, then you could perhaps do with if you use a post workout drink, then have your post workout drink at about. 30 to 40 minutes in to give you a kind of boost for that last sort of 20 minutes or or 20 30 minutes. Um, also, it depends if you're having breakfast pre workout or not. So, if you're going there on an empty stomach and then you're hitting the kind of sand a bit, then I would maybe have a teaspoon of honey or have some sort of amino acid supplement before your workout. And again, all this would be based on your body fat levels and what your goals are and things like this. So it's a difficult one to just throw out uh, an answer. But for what it's worth, Bryn, that's what uh, I would do. Either take on some fuel halfway through or beforehand, if that's the issue, or cut your sessions uh, a a bit shorter. All right, I hope that uh, helps. Mark, what uh, would you say if someone said that to you? Well, I... I i not explain this for an hour. No. I, <laughs> it's too for me.
0: yeah. I, I mean I, I do half an hour, I'm getting feedback at you, Rich. Can you hear can you uh, hear me clearly? I can
1: hear you perfectly fine, but I can tell you who are breaking up a bit so but I'm not hearing any of the the, the bad uh, like kind of noises or whatever. So it, it sounds okay on my recording. Okay. Basically what
2: I what I do is I, I actually have my sort of post workout drink as I'm exercising. Yeah, me too. And that's the, that's the way I do it. I mean, I don't, I don't take water with me. I just have a, 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 BC, a BCA, whatever it is, uh, drink that I drink through the exercise. But I tend to just do it so hard for half an hour. I don't get um, sort of bored or struggle. I just sort of I, – I, I set myself a target. I mean, at the moment, I, do, I don't know if i told totally you i to doing this kettlebell thing, but I, well, I do 500 kettlebells a day. And um, that's just a target. and try to get faster at doing it. And it's, it's just – if I have a target – I actually work hard right up to the end because then I have to get under a time and it, it works for me. But I have to keep changing my workout. I can't do the same sort of back, legs, arms, or whatever thing all the time. It would just drive me insane. So I have to have some sort of thing that I find somewhere on the internet or whatever that seems, oh, I'll go with that. And I do it for a month or so and then I do something else. Yeah. It's the only way I keep myself interested. If I, if I just did, you know, trying to improve my deadlift every every month or try to improve my, I don't know, event squat or whatever, it would drive me mad.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a good point there for Bryn, is, you know, are your workouts keeping you interested? So is that the reason why you're getting, uh, kind of struggling with boredom perhaps halfway? So that would be a, a good point there, quite there, Mark. So, uh, yeah, good variety is the spice and all, and the best workout is the workout you're not doing. That's
2: not That's not the right thing. Pardon? That's not right, is it?
1: The, <laughs> the best workout is the one you're not you doing. You're not doing. Yeah. So, it basically means variety is the most important thing in your exercise. So, if if I give you a new workout, that would be harder for you than any of your old workouts. Exactly, yeah. yeah so, yeah. that type thing. So, uh, always looking for variety, always looking for new exercises and, you know, stimulation sort of patterns, but uh, along a theme. So, different uh, t- different types of squats and different types of plyometric exercises, etc. So, I always thought
2: that the, the quote was... The best workout is is the workout you are actually doing because most of the time you're not doing the workout. Well,
1: uh, they they are both correct. I think yeah. uh, would w- would be fair to say, but uh, the 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 same which I've picked up off uh, my kind of little mentor there, Phil Richards, is uh, you know the the, the best uh, exercises and workouts are the ones you're not doing, and that's based on kind of elite athletes and continual uh, variation of the stimulus. Yeah, the the other. So you got thing continual think- adaptation.
2: Sure. The other thing that
1: people uh, don't do—they don't do their weaknesses; they do their strengths. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my cool kind of core philosophies. Really, is—is is I get people in, identify their weaknesses, and, and fix them.
2: Because I mean, uh, most, most people do their mirror
1: muscles and forget everything else. Oh, muscle wise, oh, gym boys and, and people for weights, hundred percent, Mark. I, you know, it's it's the if you can do more with your bench press than you can your squat, people out there listening, you're doing it wrong. Okay. It, it, you sh- you shouldn't be stronger with your upper body than you are your lower body. You you and a lot of these guys are out there, but I I, I think maybe our crew are getting a bit more older and wiser, and they're not so kind of um, imbalanced with their approach then. But uh, yeah, you do see a lot of it out there, Mark. Do you, you know? Rounded in the shoulders and no back muscles, no legs. Okay. That's just my missus. No, only joking. Okay. Dear Richard Mark, do you have a high intensity interval training routine you can share? Trevor 41. Take your pick, Trevor. Uh, it, it, basically, guys, a high intensity interval training routine is a circuit training session done with... As little rest as you can manage really and people who go to these classes and these sort of uh, types of things they look for harder and harder and more intense intense so I, I don't necessarily do this stuff with my clients because it's sort of you know a lot of them you know just sort of this just keep fit and uh, working on our weaknesses and stuff so if you've got any weaknesses high intensity uh, interval training is not necessarily you're uh, gonna be the best thing for you but to answer your question trevor uh 10 squats 10 press-ups 10 sit-ups nine squats nine press-ups nine sit-ups all the way down to one choose another three exercises backward lunges lateral raise plank again uh 10 9 8 7 6 uh, all the way uh 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 all the way down uh with the planks you just do Uh, Probably sixty seconds, fifty-five seconds, fifty seconds, forty-five, and just do go down like that, pyramid it down. Um, Yeah, you know, box jumps, medicine balls against the wall. Yeah, there's some on my blog. Go to my YouTube channel. Go to advancedsportsperformance.co.uk, and on there there'll be a, a link to the YouTube channel. uh, there's some uh, videos and stuff on there I videoed uh, my wife doing a couple of different workouts uh, uh, stuff like that 10 minute workouts uh, high intensity stuff but uh, on that note while I'm thinking about the blog is gonna have a membership area soon and you will be able to get one new workout (coughs) every month uh, on there which will be suitable for over uh, 40s uh, 50s Um, so that'll be being developed in the new year Okay, Mark. Anything you do? No, your, you do your CrossFit.
2: Um, uh, yeah, If you look on the CrossFit website, you can find thousands of of uh, high intensity workouts. Just, you can just pick one. But I think you need to. If you're going to do them, you need to do it in balance. You can't just um do uh, unbalanced work because some of the workouts are unbalanced where you're not doing legs, arms, and uh, back, etc. So you got to be a bit careful about that. just doing the simple press ups, sit ups,
1: and um, squats. yeah.
2: Yeah. The easy thing. I mean, I do. I do uh, one. We do a pull up one day. Do pull up. Do a. I do a pull up, a sit up, and a press up. And I just increase the number every day. That was one of the ones I did up to hundred. Yeah. Wow. So, so you just do, just do that for hundred days, and that's that does it. You know. So uh, yeah, there are loads and loads of them out there. Yeah. It's easy. To just just troll the internet. There's loads mm-hmm. of high intensity work. If you can't do them all the time, but you just burn yourself out.
1: Yeah. Quite. Okay. Good. Twice a week, if people are wondering how often I stuff it, as a general rule of thumb, Matt, I'd be like, right with it. Twice a week, a bit of cardio yeah, and, a, and a, lot of, a lot of rest.
2: I used to do a three-on-one off CrossFit for a while and it just blew my head off. I, mean, I couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah, it it's just, I wasn't fit enough to do it. No.
1: no. Okay, that's a pr- big problem with CrossFit: the people going into it are not often able to cope with that volume of exercise. There's nothing wrong with the exercise as such. Okay hi Richard Mark have you got any healthy protein bar recipes? Rosie 38 No, I haven't Rosie I'm afraid go on the internet and just google it. There's thousands out there for free. I have uh, protein bars uh, or I used to have protein bars and buy them and all this sort of stuff but the main point with a healthy protein bar to make is the quality of protein you're putting in it. And making sure, that obviously, that it is a high protein bar. And it doesn't end up being full of sugar and stuff because I've seen some of these recipes, and they're only a one-to-one ratio of carbs and protein. So they're not really a protein bar; they're a carb and protein bar. Yeah, I mean, I,
2: I, if I ever make, glad made them a couple of times. I just Google
1: paleo paleo protein bar, and then you don't get the sugary ones. Good. There we are. That's a great tip. Uh, so just do that, okay, Rosie and. Um, that would be fine. But I, I use nine bars quite a lot because they're a nice seed bar. Okay. And again, it's working on your weaknesses. I, I wouldn't ordinarily have a handful of seeds, but I'll eat a nine bar. So that's getting me my little fix of, of seeds then, if, if you like. So uh, people do like bars. They love a bar. So uh, I also have the eat natural bars as well. But if if looking for weight loss, they're not so good.
2: No, they're quite sugary aren't
1: they those ones yeah they're fruit and nuts so they're anabolic so yeah, yeah. I, I, use, I use a bar when I think of they're quite nuts they're, they're just they're basically fruit and nuts just compressed together yeah, I mean they, they just give you energy for for a period of time. It's better than taking the Mars bar out. With yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and and if you need a snack or whatever, it's definitely uh, a good idea. And uh, the the other ones, the squashed ones, like the, what do you say, lava bars? Eh?
2: Aquabars, similar to naked bars.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Is the naked bars they are good. The kids like those uh, after swimming and and whatnot. So great. Okay, last question for this episode. Hi, Richard Mark. How can I stop getting a stitch Steve48 Do you want me to do or do you want
2: to Do you want me to explain what a stitch is?
1: Yeah you go for it On yours. Know,
2: yeah basically if you exercise blood moves away from the diaphragm to the limbs and diaphragm is a muscle it's basically what separates the stomach and the abdomen from the heart and lungs uh, it's the thing that helps you is involved in breathing um, but most people think it's uh, caused by a reduction in the blood supply to the diaphragm causing it to cramp whether it's true or not, there's no actual evidence, but that's what most people seem to think. I don't know if you think any differently, but that's um, what most people think it is. Um, so basically, caused by basically mostly it's, it's runners. I get it when I when I do, when I touch my toes after an exercise. I don't know why I get a yeah. stitch. Yeah, <laughs> something must be happening that gives me a stitch. But but that's that's the, that's the sort of science supposedly behind it. But I mean, I I actually have to look it up. I have never clue why um, why yeah. you got a stitch. But apparently, it's because you get less suction going to your diaphragm.
1: Yeah, I've seen different explanations and heard different explanations of it over the years. Lots of you know, really kind of well sort of uh, logic uh, explanations. But of all, I was also told it was an unexplained phenomenon. And uh, I uh, really, they don't actually know. But people often uh, get uh, stitches when they are physically uh, fatigued. So the oxygen sort of theory does work out a lot of people will say you know it it, it could be down to fluids and stuff that you've drunk or haven't drunk so but the honest answer is i don't know we'd have to talk and if you get a stitch every single time then that's different to if you get it infrequently and then it's different as you know Matt, the different lines of question and to try to get, get to the bottom of it but you know your guess steve would be as good as as ours just be logical about it and um, yeah, see what's going on, but I'd often see it with the boys in the heat, Mark. Yeah. So it's, 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 again, it's, 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 it's coming into the salts big, and stuff, yeah. and you think yeah. is it to do with crampy, and is it like a? Do you know? Is it a, something to do with the salts in internal salt levels? So yeah, God knows. God knows is the honest answer. Okay, so on that bombshell that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm lack of knowledge yeah <laughs> God knows uh, we will uh, leave it there for this one and, and we'll we move on to a, another episode sort of thing but uh, thank you for your continued support as I keep saying guys and it is from the bottom of our hearts and uh, send your questions leave your reviews uh, that's all from me for the day thank you and all
2: from me but by right next time I'll learn
1: how to say goodbye in Arabic. I think after the goodbye thing <laughs> brilliant yeah I I I'm only still mastering English, so I, I, I just, uh, I'll just stick, stick with what I know here. Yeah. But thank you very much. Bye-bye.
0: You, Me and the GP radio show is intended for general information purposes and is not meant to diagnose, treat or cure any disease. It is not designed to provide specific advice and anyone with a medical problem should seek the advice from their own doctor. Please note, we accept absolutely no responsibility if you turn into a fitter, stronger, more energetic and all-round better version of yourself. To get the show notes, just head on over to richard-clark.co.uk.